You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Good evening everyone, welcome to the SEGA Lounge. I'm KC, I'm your host, and this week we have a great show for you. We have an interview with Fabian from Game Atelier about Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. And I'll be joined by my co-host during the interview, my co-host being a winner with you this week. Uh, however, the intro and after-hour segments of this show will be done by myself, all by myself, because we had to record the interview well in advance. We uh, recorded the interview on Monday, uh, because I'm currently not, uh, not home, currently on a, a short vacation, uh, and so while you're listening to this, I'm probably just, you know, uh, on the beach or something. <laughs> Uh, however, however, uh, there's so because of that we won't have uh, news, news segment of the show. But there is something I'd like to share with you guys before we jump into the the, the interview. However, before that, uh, don't forget to join us uh, on Discord, radiose.ga/discord. Join us there. Uh, you can chat about the interview. You can chat about the show. Um, you can also join uh, Radio Sega on Twitter at Radio Sega hashtag the Sega Lounge. Uh, either way, uh, I'll be I'll probably be on my uh, phone with my Twitter app there. So uh, let me know if you're if you if you're listening. Uh, let us know. Send us a shout out. Uh, and yeah, it's always nice to know that people are listening to the show. That being said. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the interview, but before we uh, play some music, because we have some amazing music and a great interview with Fabian, one small bit of news I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, we already had um, Lizard Cube, the guys from Lizard Cube, talking about their Wonder Boy uh, 3 Dragon Strap remake. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> Fabian from... Game Atelier talking about uh, Wonder Monster Boy actually uh, on tonight's show. However, I keep saying it's a great year and a great time to be a Wonder Boy fan, but this is surprising. So apparently, CFK, which is a Korean video game developer and publisher, um, have just announced an upcoming remake of Wonder Boy. So yet another uh, Wonder Boy remake. This time it's called Wonder Boy Returns. The thing is, this is fully licensed by, by Sega, apparently, uh, and it's been made with the creator of Wonder Boy's help, and it's a remake of the, the original Wonder Boy, the original arcade title, uh, no, a side-scrolling arcade title, um, Wonder Boy. It's However, uh, a bit weird when compared to both Monster Boy and the uh, Lizard Cube Wonder Boy remake as well. So this is supposed to be a reimagining or a, a, a modern, um, 
a remake, modern remake of the game. However, um, and I'll leave this for you to judge yourselves, uh, but uh, just go uh, check out Wonder Boy Returns trailer on YouTube and let us know if you think it's it's a great it'll be a great game or not. So this game will be um, hitting Steam this fall, and it's a bit uh, weird that it's it's kind of a, a modern remake of a game. Because it looks like you know, like a flash game or even like just a mobile game, playing mobile game it doesn't look that amazing. At least in my opinion. Let us know what you think. Uh, go to YouTube.com and you know, search Wonder Boy Returns. Wonder Boy Returns. CFK is the company behind this game. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, how they, why they they chose this path with the game. But uh, when compared to Monster Boy and the Lizard Cube Wonder Boy 3 remake, I don't know, just it's a bit underwhelming, I think. But I'll leave that for you to judge and uh, to tell us something on Twitter at Radio Sega. In the meantime, uh, that's all the news we have because you know it's early on in the week when we're recording this, so we don't really have much much on the news side. Um, however, next week we'll probably have. Uh, the regular news segment with uh, our co-host. So let's play some exclusive music on Radio Sega. So thanks to Fabian and Game Atelier, this week's music breaks will be all about Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. So we'll start by playing the beach level theme and then we'll have the classic shop theme uh, reimagined for Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. We'll be right back. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And coming up next is the interview with Fabian.
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Radio Sega Exclusive. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. This is episode 12 of season 3 and it's time for our interview. We just uh, heard some amazing music from the upcoming uh, game Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Um, And obviously if we're playing music from that game, it means we'll be talking about the game with someone. So let's welcome to the Sega Lounge Fabian. Hello Fabian. Hi. Hello, welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Our pleasure. Thanks for taking some time to chat with us about Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. So, for people who are listening to us, and before we get into the game and everything, would you like to to speak uh, about yourself a bit? Tell us a bit about yourself, um, your history with video games and everything. Okay, let's, uh, let's start with... Uh... Just myself, I'm the studio director at Game Atelier. Uh, it's a studio my um, co, like, how can I say, yeah, co-creator and myself, David. Uh, we both created this company in 2009, and uh, we decided uh, to make games. Um, basically, we wanted to make arcade games uh, for console and also for mobile phone too. Uh, and uh, about myself, uh, I'm so like I said, I'm the studio director, and I'm. I started to play video games when I was a kid, as most of you guys, I I think, and I yeah. hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and of course, I had the chance to have a master system when I was a kid, and I think one of the most uh, shocking experiences with video games at that time was, of course, playing with Wonder Boy games, and uh, I had the chance to play all of them because I was a real fan of the series when I was a kid. So now it's kind of a yeah, kind of crazy thing that happened, and I'm gonna go deep into details after that. I'm yeah. sure, <laughs> yeah. explaining why I decided to make a wonderful game again today. And uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you you said you, you started playing games as a kid, uh, obviously, yes. and uh, you own a master system. Um, would you say that that was your favorite console, or it is mm. still your favorite console? This is super difficult question. Well, do you have, uh, do you have interest in other, in other consoles and other games? 
besides yeah Spotify? i think uh, it was uh, one of the most uh, interesting experiences that i had at that time but uh, i don't know i would say it's a tie with uh, the msx system because i also had an msx at the time and okay. it was yeah and it was crazy because there was all these konami games and it was a shocking experience too for a young player that i was so i said tie with the master system <laughs> okay Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, awesome. I hope so. so. Your Sega radio, so radio Sega. So I talk about other. Yeah, you, you can mention <laughs> other game companies as well. <laughs> yes, uh, we'll, we'll we'll edit uh, this later and add add like a beep noise when you say. Oh, yeah, other. I heard that noise too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll we'll say we'll, when you, you mention the other console, we'll beep. No. Yeah, yeah, you have no, to, to. We have to censor to it. Make an edit of that. Yeah, it's radio Sega. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah, so so awesome, awesome stuff. So you you obviously went into video game uh, designing and video game industry. Was that your first job? Was that how you started? Um, when I first started to work, uh, actually, I was the the very first job I did was um, a teacher. I was teaching to people how to use Photoshop and Flash. That was my very <laughs> first job, uh, and I basically entered the let's say the industry with uh, uh, the first job I had was teaching. Then after that, I was working. It was a like the explosion of the Flash games uh, mm-hmm. online. It was the early 2000, mm-hmm. and it was a. F- I started to work uh, because I wanted to make games in any ways. So I made some games for in Flash, and after that, uh, I leveled up a bit and decided to go to work in the music uh, and sound design industry. Uh, because uh, I don't know why, but I was very attracted to this too. Interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, and I so I worked for a few months in a studio, and I realized that it was really not what I wanted to make. And I entered the Vivendi games uh, in 2005, mm-hmm. and I. St- And this is where uh, it is very important because this is where I uh, met my uh, associate right now, David, who is a lead uh, developer on Monster Boy. Uh, so yeah, I met, it's been a while since I know him now. And we decided to to, to leave Vivendi Games at some point. And I, was work, I went to Konami, uh, was working there for three years. And meanwhile, David was working at Gameloft. Mm-hmm. And we both, uh, yeah, we both had some experience there, and we kept contact, of course. And uh, at some point, we decided to to leave the economy and game loft companies, and s- decided to make our own company as a game atelier. So it's uh, interesting, yeah, basically. Yeah. So you you were both, as I understand, you were both uh, working on mobile games, right? At the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, David was more uh, on. Game Love franchise like uh, Gangstar or uh, games like that, uh, as far as I remember. And I was working at Konami on, uh, of course, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer for mobile games, iPhone and stuff like that, and devices like that. But it was interesting because we also had the opportunity to work on uh, WiiWare games, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was a it was pretty interesting experience so i was happy to when we started game atelier to work on 
console games because our philosophy is to work on console games first and after that uh, port it on some other devices like iOS or things like that but that shouldn't happen with Monster Boy it's really a full console game right now we're yeah. talking about <laughs> so you you uh, so you started Game Atelier uh, and started working on console games or did you yeah, work on mobile games first no 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 it was always uh, the console first that's uh, we started with flying hamster uh, for PSP so it's mm -hmm. been released on PSP then it's been ported on iOS then it's been ported again on PS Vita interesting interesting yeah yeah, yeah I should check that out sorry because that was wonder that was a bit like wonder boy wasn't it the hamster one Oh yeah, the connection between the both projects is uh, how can I say? Yeah, we started the game atelier company with the Flying Hamster, and Flying Hamster was like the, um, the very first project we had, and it's actually it sold pretty well because we had the chance to release it on the iOS when it was not that flooded by uh, crap. <laughs> it was <laughs> this is very important because uh, it helped us to sell the game pretty correct properly. At, with a two-person team uh, and surrounded by a few other help from artists and, and other people. And when we, after that, we did several attempts to make small scope games for iOS, PS Vita, and yeah, and also published some games on iOS, but that was very interesting. And we said to ourselves, okay, let's start again with a fresh thing. And uh, why don't we create a new Flying Hamster game based on one game that's very important to our eyes? It was the Dragon's Trap, uh, one of the, the monster, the Wonder Boy from the Master System and Game Gear. And uh, we We, say, we, we thought, okay, let's try to make a new, a new flying hamster, but not a shooter, because the first flying hamster was clearly like a Paradius or Gradius uh, reference, and we yeah. wanted to make the same, but with um, Wonder Boy. So it started like that, and uh, we decided to, because the game uh, was pretty huge to make, we decided to make a, a Kickstarter, because it was kind of trend at, this, at the time. Ah, I think I've never seen that actually. Yeah, it was Flying Hamster 2 and the, yeah. And yeah, that, that's how it all started, right? Yeah, exactly. So we decided to make a Kickstarter and um, uh, a person I know who is uh, the host from the Hardcore Gaming 101, uh, he told me, he's Kurt Kalata, by the way, and he told me, hey, why don't you contact Mr. Nishizawa? Nishizawa Mr. Nishizawa is a very cool person. He's a creator of Western and Wonderboy franchise and Monster World games. Uh, so you should, because your game is very inspired by his work, you should contact him definitely. So it was before we launched the Kickstarter. So like a week before launching the Kickstarter, I sent an email to Mr. Nishizawa uh, and I just said, hey, hi, uh, we are making this game, Flying Hamster 2, and we're very happy because we couldn't make this game without your work, which in that inspired us very much. And he sent an email to me like, okay, wait a second, I'm gonna come back to you like in a week later. So the Kickstarter uh, campaign starts 
And the very first week of the Kickstarter campaign, I had this email from Mr. Nishizawa uh, with a video recorded from him, himself. And he's, on the video, he says, Hi, I'm Mr. Nishizawa, and uh, I support the project Flying Hamster 2, and I'm okay for you guys to use the uh, Monster World franchise and universe and level designs and uh, monsters and anything if you want to make it more interesting. That's so, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was wow. clearly something we didn't expect at all. And we was like, <laughs> okay, so this is very interesting. And after that, during the first and second week of Kickstarter campaign, we had the um, opportunity to uh, to have two publishers. Two publishers came to us and said, okay, we like the project Flying Hamster 2. Why don't we make it together? Just cancel the Kickstarter campaign and let's do something. And... One of the publishers was a very small publisher that we already knew a bit because of their productions. Uh, and that is FDG Entertainment. FDG Entertainment was like the, yeah, very involved in the, the Wonder Boy. They are very interested in making Wonder Boy uh, game again. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, they was very impressed by the fact uh, Mr. Nishizawa was already in, uh, a, a, with us in the in the project involved uh, for the future of the project, and they said, "Okay, so they had the very good idea to say, why don't we just wipe the Flying Hamster franchise, which is basically uh, something that nobody knows very well compared to Wonder Boy, of course, uh, and why don't we make the next Wonder Boy game?" Uh, with Mr. Nishizawa altogether, and we were thinking, okay, yeah, that was exactly what we. The best thing that could happen to the project is that, is to, okay, let's clearly start fresh with the new Wonder Boy game. That's yeah, that's how we had the idea of making Monster mm -hmm. Boy. And so you cancelled the Kickstarter project? Yes, after two weeks, something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And and started Monster Boy. Yeah, and started Monster Boy uh, with. DG Entertainment uh, that co-produced the game. Um, it is very important because they are very, uh, they have a very sharp eye for what's what should be good in this kind of game. They already had the experience with working on Oceanhorn, uh, which uh, is a very look-alike um, Zelda Wind Waker game. Yep, uh, I, I, I have uh, been playing that actually on oh, the PS4. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's oh, um, it's a really nice game. Yeah, it's uh, pretty different actually than the, I think, from from the Zelda game. But yeah, it's it has the color of the Zelda games, but it's pretty it, it different. It looks like than, Wind Waker, but it's not Wind Waker. Yeah, <laughs> it's and it's more so like the, if I think we can compare it to a more like a 2D Zelda in a way. Yeah, uh, but it, it yeah, has the the boat sections, uh, mm -mm. just like absolutely Wind Waker, but it's not a Wind Waker clone at all. It's a really yeah, nice yeah. game, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think they had these. Uh, uh, FTG Entertainment has the, the kind of philosophy that they really want to make games that uh, that are outstanding in a way and like uh, as sh super polished as possible. And mm -hmm. so when we seen the. Uh, the, the communication with them was really uh, excellent and there was no doubt that it was the best team to work together on the Monster Boy game, I think. Awesome. awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so, wh how um, involved were they in the, the, the creating the creative process and how 
uh, was the original creator of Wonder Boy involved as well? Uh, did you have to uh, run everything by him? Was it, was it more like a partnership when you, you know, just sent him some ideas, he sent some ideas to you? How did that work? So, um, first of all, um, one very interesting thing is like uh, working with FDG uh, helped us to manage this kind of communication because they are very, uh, they have the communication very easy with everyone first. And what happened is like, uh, let's re rewind a bit uh, what happened during the Kickstarter too because it was interesting. Uh, during the Kickstarter, just a bit before the Kickstarter campaign started, uh, we contacted, for instance, a very important people in the music uh, industry of video games and like Michiro Yamane or Mr. Motoi Sakuraba uh, that are very famous people mm -hmm. for Castlevania or takes off Dark Souls and stuff like that. Very great, great musicians. And we started to contact them and they was okay to work on the music for Flying Hampstead 2 at first. So it was very, very cool already to have these guys with us. And, oh, right. uh, yeah. uh, I was actually going to ask about the um, sort of uh, the sort of all the musicians because you know, that's one of the main things of the game I'm really looking forward to is the soundtrack because there's just so many big names attached to it. Yes. But, so they were actually going to be working on um, Flying Hamster 2 then originally. Yes. Especially, specifically Mr. Uh, Sakuraba and Mr. Michiru both uh, involved. Uh, during the Flying Hamster 2 development process. So, that, what's interesting is like when we involved uh, FDG in the project, uh, they took care of keep, uh, keeping the connection with them instead of myself. So, that's, yeah. they, they understood that it was very important that I can focus on the working with the team, with a team of uh, around 10 people uh, right now working very uh, tremendously on the game. <laughs> And, and just uh, focus yeah. on designing the game, right? On making exactly, the game. yes. And they, they took uh, the they took the they, we shared the work, and they decided to work with the musicians. And first of all, they managed very well, Miss uh, Yamane and Mr. Sakuraba, um, no problem. But they also uh, contacted and kept the communication with sending bills to Mr. Um, Mr. Nishizawa, that uh, yeah, FDG contacted him and said, okay, we are taking the lead over this project and we're gonna send you builds and ask you for designs and show you graphics and give us feed give feedback. So they, they did a super great communication with Mr. Nishizawa and our teams. Uh, that actually, I'm very happy they did that, like that because it was like, uh, yeah, I couldn't split myself in thousands. So, yeah, I'm happy FDG yeah. was there for that. <laughs> and, and what happened to the soundtrack was really more interesting after that because um, Thomas from FDG, uh, who is a very, uh, yeah, very old school hardcore player like we all do. Uh, we, we are. He decided like to add some more musicians to the um, to tracklist. I know he's been working with uh, very talented guys, but for real, when he told me like, okay, we had the possibility to work with uh, Mr. Mr. Yuzo Koshiro, I said, oh, are you kidding me? Seriously? Awesome. And and yeah, he, he's involved with more than that because. Um, there, there is Mr. Koshiro, of course, and there is also Mr. Keiki Kobayashi, who is not so um, famous compared to the other ones, but 
he's actually one of my favorite uh, composers from the team. They, but they are all outstanding composers. It's like crazy team for the music. So yeah, it's they, they handled it so perfectly. It's not I couldn't expect that from the first for this project. So it's like an all-star team uh, of musicians working on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's yeah. a crazy yes. team of musicians, and yeah. the, uh, I hope that the few tracks I sent to you by email was uh, cool to your ears. Oh, amazing! Yeah, I think everyone listening will will enjoy them very much. We have some some more to play still on the show, so uh, yeah. stay really tuned for that. Yeah, it's amazing, amazing. Uh, actually, the music is obviously important to us because because we're radio say, uh, but. Uh, um, also important is, is obviously the game and the gameplay. For, for people listening to us and wondering, uh, those not, not as familiar with, with the, the, this new game, um, is this a reboot of the series? Is this a sequel, a remake of the original? How are you, you know, looking at this new game? So, as it's been like 20 years since uh, there was an actual Wonder Boy or Monster World game, it was pretty obvious that we didn't want it to make like a uh, pure sequel. Um, we wanted to start fresh and to take the best from the series uh, and yeah, and trying to make something very, very new and modern. Like uh, everything in the game, most of the everything in the game is really made for the Monster Boy uh, game and we of course took some inspiration and some portions from the old games as a uh, cameos and references and you can also for instance you can play with the pig uh, the pig was not a playable character yeah. but we decided to make it a playable character like a And it was not, yeah, something we never seen before in the Wonder Boys. I did like that actually. That's a really nice touch. Yeah, he he's very very funny to play, and he has some very cool combos. He can like uh, do a kind of punching combos and finishing with a big belly attack, which is pretty cool. And uh, he can handle magic as well. And uh, yeah, it's like uh, we we took um, the very best influence from were the Dragon Strap and the Genesis uh, Mega Drive episode uh, Wonder Boy in Monster World we took the best from these episodes and tried to make something out of it but something really new and very very modern in terms of gameplay because uh, yeah some things had to be re rethought uh, a bit yeah updated a bit yeah so it's not it's not exactly a sequel it's not exactly a reboot or a remake it's a new game in the series with exactly with, you know, this is a very yeah we we really wanted to make the a new game and that's also why we didn't insist a lot with having the name wonder boy uh, at the time when we started the project because we we know that the wonder boy series is very Uh, very hard to understand like wh where is number one and number three and four they all <laughs> have different names and it's split to adventure islands too and it's like crazy to understand that so let's start fresh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that, that's Probably smart the best, really smart yeah um, it's a very convoluted series <laughs> yeah it's too complicated for us to <laughs> exactly so so yeah by the way um, so you, you you told us you're doing a new game 
will the story uh, be important for the game? Will it have, you know, like, a, uh, will it be told in, in cutscenes or something? Or will, is the story not that important in this game? And the gameplay yeah. is, is the biggest part. That's a very good question because the old Wonderboy games do not have a very important part of text and dialogues. But yes, of course, in Monster Boy, as a very like a modern game, there is a story. There is a very important story about uh, the hero, Jin, who realized that something is really going wrong because his uncle uh, is a bit weird, weird character and seems a bit drunk and is actually uh, transforming everyone in the monster world universe uh, into a, into a, animals and monsters. So he has a very weird power to do that and he's the hero Jin is investigating on why this is happening. So the first thing is uh, Jin going on the beach uh, to the end of the beach and trying to understand why the, his uncle is getting crazy like that. Mm -hmm. And the of course what's gonna happen is like the uncle is gonna transform Jin into the pig, which is the first transformation. <laughs> as a kind of curse and so there's also there's also a, a, an important message for people playing the game so don't drink too much don't that's get drunk words we can all live by <laughs> yeah so that's that's the main message of the game don't get drunk yeah of course because <laughs> yeah, we, we like the fact the uncle Jin's uncle is a bit uh, very funny character and uh, he's drinking a lot but he's pretty yeah pretty interesting because you know he's not that bad and he's yeah probably there is something else than only drinking too much but yeah of <laughs> course it's one part of the character <laughs> so yeah so you were saying that uh the first transformation is into into a pig right so uh you can play yeah. as as Jin in his original form as as a boy yes Right. Yes, you start the game with the uh, with the gene as a human form, yeah. and uh, he will realize that his little brother named Zeke is transformed as a dragon, which is super cool. But of course, Jin doesn't have the same luck than his brother, and he's <laughs> gonna be transformed in a pig. <laughs> and uh, after that, the, he's gonna try to to reach the village, and in the village, he's gonna discover many. Uh, other characters that are very important for the story and um, what one interesting approach is like uh, when we do the playtesting uh, for the game we realize that some people that are very interested in playing the game uh, also for the story they really like the fact that they can talk to the NPCs like in a Zelda game and uh, discover the story and try to read every part of it. But also we have uh, another bunch of players that really don't like to read and they just like to have like uh, an old Wonderboy game, like they don't care about the story and just yeah. go f straight forward and play and don't try to understand anything. But what's interesting is like both are actually possible. You can go to the to, through the game without uh, reading any text. It's not bothering and it's not uh, overwhelmed with uh, uh, quest and stuff. It's mm -hmm. like super easy. And uh, we try to make something simple, but for the people that are interested in the story, there is something really cool to understand and to see in the in this game. So to to speak to all the the NPCs to know everything about the story is not 
uh, you know, crucial to finishing the game, to completing the game. So people can complete the game without actually talking to NPCs or, yes, or you can most just, of them uh, at least. Yeah, you can just uh, ignore what they say and just look at the map because there is a map. Because actually it is a metroidvania. Uh, you have a full world accessible from from the first, but you are limited because some of your you need some powers from the transformations to go and to visit and to uh, to access some places. But everything mm -hmm. is connected and yeah. everything you can go. So whenever you talk to NPC and the NPC is uh, telling you like, oh, you should go there because there is something to see, you're gonna see that on the map and you just have to follow the map and yeah. it's very easy to go. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I was gonna ask something and I just forgot. Uh, <laughs> um, so you 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 were ta talking about the transformation, so you can transform into a pig, I believe a snake, right? Yes, a that's frog. the second transformation. Um, yeah, in in total you have five different animals plus the human, which makes six transformations. Yeah. So. Mm. Can you uh, change from one animal to, to the other at will, or uh, yes. like in Monster, in, Monster, in Wonder Boy, um, the Dragon Strap, you can you can only transform into or play as those characters as those transformations in specific points of the game. No, you can do that whenever you want, as long as you discover the new transformation, you can switch back to the previous ones. So this is a very modern approach in the game, and that was, yeah, that was a very good and interesting way to do this, because when you have, for instance, the snake transformation, you can switch back to the pig whenever you want. So it oh, makes uh, the game more, more and more complicated the more you, you progress in the game, because at some point you're going to know which transformation you have to... To, to, to use for, for for let's say accessing a secret or something and what's interesting is like you don't have to walk at all you just can do it with pressing one button interesting so that's that will probably uh, be easier for for younger players as well right so it's, oh, yes, it's a more sure. updated approach on the whole transformation thing yeah, sure. It's very easy to use, and like, like I said, we uh, we tried to improve some of the uh, like uh, old school mechanics that had already been visited by like Dragon's Trap. Dragon's Trap is a super cool game because it was crazy at the time. Uh, you could switch to transformations with these transformation placed uh, rooms, and right now, no, we decided like, okay, when you have a transformation, just switch whenever you want. Nice, nice, interesting, awesome. Um, yeah. So, any any questions when it was you? By the way. Yes, I have. Uh, I do have one. Uh, is it still possible to uh, collect money and buy weapons and armor like you could in the original? Yes, of course. And uh, especially in this uh, in this title, we try to make something more than just changing some figures on the on the swords and the, all the gear. Uh, let's say, for instance, uh, you have um, the basic gear is like a attacking the the enemies and do small damage of course and like in any rpg you expect that if you take uh, the let's say the ice sword the ice sword is gonna give more uh, damages to the enemies um, that as are sensitive to fire or to, to to ice and of course it's working but what's in, interesting here is like um, half 
of the gear is giving you also power that you can use whenever you want. The ice is very important in the game because you can uh, use the ice sword on um, on falls, waterfalls, and it creates blocks that you can walk over it. So this is one example of that. Uh, so the gear is super important in the game because it also unlocks uh, access to other areas of the game, not only the transformations. Yeah, that's really good. So yeah, and all the gear is like something you can use um, with all the human-like forms. That means the snake, of course, doesn't wear gear. He doesn't wear uh, boots or any. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the pig also is a bit too fat and chubby for wearing an armor and doesn't know how to use a sword. He's uh, <laughs> the very basic character, but. He can use magic and combos, which is cool in a way. He just knows how to how to make money. He's the oh, shop of owner. course. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he also knows how to sniff. This is a very important power from the pig oh. in the game. Uh, yeah, you can um, you can use your your super snout in the when you are in a pig to discover secrets. So it's not only discovering some doors or some levers and stuff that are hidden everywhere in the world, it also helps you to discover some uh, some truffles, like you can dig from the ground and eat, and that gives you new uh, new magical powers. <laughs> really good. That's, that's good. That's yeah, good. this is super important. We try to make it like, uh, yeah, we try to make several uh, different abilities that shows that every character has its own um bunch of abilities and things you can do with them and yeah they're all different but all together is it, it makes the game very interesting in the way mm -hmm. so in it's that like way. six different games in one you know. uh, and maybe more because like i said you can uh you 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 keep all the transformation you had before so sometimes it's it happens when you are during a fight you want to switch to another transformation because it's more convenient because some enemies and yeah you can do that whenever you want it's like uh, yeah it's that's super smart. that's smart yeah comfortable to play with them interesting interesting so yeah um when was you any other questions before we take a quick break uh no you actually already asked uh, answered everything i wanted to know so uh we've already covered everything there Great i minds think think alike so yep. <laughs> I think I think we should we'll, we'll take a quick music break uh, because we've been talking for a while, and so let's uh, let everyone enjoy some some music from Monster Boy, and we'll play the village theme. You actually mentioned the village before, so we'll, we'll play the village theme. And afterwards, it's time for this week's edition of Memories of Sega. And with you, since you're here, uh, what's this week's edi edition of Memories of Sega about? Well, since we have been covering Monster Boy this week, I thought it'd be a nice idea to actually uh, cover Wonder Boy 3 itself. Um, since uh, that's the game that inspired it, so I thought, why not? Let's go for it. Yep. So, so yes, it's uh, Wonder Boy 3. Awesome. So we'll be talking about the Dragon Strap. Well, actually, you'll be talking about the Dragon Strap. And then yes, we'll I'm play good. Sidecrawler's Dance, the PSG version. And we'll be right back with Fabian for more uh, talk on Monster Boy and for something else. Uh, which Fabian doesn't know about yet. So don't go anywhere, <laughs> this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega.
To be this good takes ages. To be this good takes Sega. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. Keeping with this week's Monster Boy interview, this edition of Memories of Sega is going to look back at the game that inspired it, Wonder Boy 3 The Dragon's Trap. Released on the Master System in 1989, Wonder Boy 3 is regarded by many as one of the all-time great titles on the system. It's not hard to see why either. It took all the best elements of a previous game, Wonder Boy in Monsterland, took away the more annoying aspects of it, and then refined it into a gaming experience many would never forget, myself included. I first saw this game in an Argos catalogue, along with Master System itself, and several other games. As it was just a picture of a cover, I really didn't know what the game was, though I really all that fussed about it. I became more interested after seeing some screenshots of the game on the back of a Master System box, as well as the leaflet that came with the console. As time went on, I saw several mini-reviews of the game, and they were all positive, and I became really desperate to play it. That chance would finally come when I went to Pitsy Market with my mum and granddad one day. I found a video game store there, and saw a copy of a game while I was there. I asked to take a look at it, just as my mum showed up. One thing led to another, and she ended up buying the game for me, which I wasn't expecting at all. Not that I was complaining, though. The game begins where Wonder Boy Monsterland left off, or rather, it starts before the end. You play as Wonder Boy in the final dungeon from the previous game, looking for the final boss, the Mecha Dragon. It didn't take me long to find it, but it did take me a while to beat him. I couldn't figure out how to damage him at all until I found you had to hit him in the head. However, after you beat him, our hero finds himself cursed and transformed into a lizard man. Following a quick escape from a castle, the real game begins as Wonder Boy searches for a cure for his condition. What follows is very similar in vain to Metroid, with the game taking place in one big interconnected area. You travel across various locations seeking other dragons to fight, and each one you defeat transforms you into another creature, each with its own unique ability that is needed to progress through the game. For instance, Piranha Man can swim, Lion Man can break blocks above and below him, and Mouse Man can walk on special blocks and get into smaller spaces. Also, along the way you can get money which can be used to buy new items and weapons and armour, and you'll definitely need them. Back when I first had the game, I actually spent most of the time I played it with a special password that started you off in the main town hub area as a human. This also unlocked some hidden doors that could warp you straight to one of the dragon bosses as well. It was very cool cheap. However, when I picked up the game a second time and I started rebuilding my Master System collection, I decided to play through it properly without the cheat password. I managed to do it, though as usually seems to be the case with me, I just barely managed to beat the final boss with one or two hits before I died myself. It was a very satisfying moment, and I was glad to have finally beaten it properly. Wonder Boy 3 really is a classic. It's one of those games that's tough to put down thanks to the different strengths and weaknesses of the various transformations, vast maps, and abundant secrets. It looks and sounds good too, the graphics are nice and colourful, the characters have a lot of charm, and the soundtrack is very catchy. In short, it's a masterpiece, and the fact that we're getting both Monster Boy and an actual remake of a game next year is a testament to its greatness. I love this game, and the others love it too, and for all of us fans, the release of both games can't come quickly enough. In the meantime though, check out the original version of the game and see for yourself just how wonderful it is. No pun intended.
memories of Sega. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We just played Side Scrollers Dance, the PSG version from uh, Wonder Boy 3, the Dragon Strap, as requested by you And we're here with Fabian um, from uh, Game Atelier. Actually, Fabian, how should I pronounce your last name? Is it De oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Millenaire? No. Actually, you, you, yeah, it's something close. De Millenaire. De Millenaire, okay. Yeah. yeah, but Fabian is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably best to, to go with just Fabian. <laughs> okay, so yeah. um, welcome back to the show and thanks for, for joining us again. Uh, we've been talking about Monster Boy, we've been talking about the music as well. Uh, I, I think everyone listening to the show is really enjoying the, the music. Um, as I understand, there are some, some you know, remakes or remixes or new arrangements of classic Wonder Boy tracks but some of it is new as well right yes absolutely yeah we decided to reuse some of the good um, because honestly the themes from Wonder Boy uh, especially Dragon Strap uh, and also from the one the Wonder Boy in Monster World and Mega Drive they had amazing music and amazing themes so mm -hmm. we couldn't skip right. the chance to use uh, the yeah we had the the opportunity to do that with um, mr nishizawa and uh, with his help and lat corporation that owns the rights of the old wonderball games so yeah we took the chance and said okay let's rearrange that 
from our super crazy team of musicians and we decided to have half of the music of the games uh, brand new created for Monster Boy and the other half like old uh, themes rearranged especially for uh, Monster Boy yeah it's a great way of doing it actually mm-hmm. it has a sense of familiarity yet it does have something new as well so yeah that's uh, exactly what we wanted to have some mix between both of the universities and yeah the, keep the best from everything a bit like the from game itself <laughs> right i uh, i hope i hope so for real <laughs> because we are working really hard on it right now to make it perfect from the beginning to the end which is super super long and the yeah, it's been almost, it's like three years we're working on this project right yeah. now. So yeah, it takes wow. time to make things right. Yeah, yeah. It really, it really, hopefully it will be amazing uh, and everyone will love it. So you mentioned you're a team at Game Atelier, you're, you're a team of 10 people working on this game right now, right? Yeah, yes, right now there are like 10 people at the studio and of course supported by FDG Entertainment that was also on the game very um yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we we all putting and involving ourselves very much in this project because we really don't want to, uh, we don't don't want to disappoint the people that like the franchise first. And uh, working on this game is like yeah, mm-hmm. super motivating us to do pretty crazy things. It's a great responsibility as well, right? Yes, of course. Um, are, are you still uh, speaking with Nishizawa-san regularly about the game? Do you still still send him the latest builds so yes, he can take course. a look as well? Yes, of course, absolutely. And we are uh, very careful when we receive some feedback from him, like uh, after he's seen some designs or things or ideas. And yeah, of course, it's super important for us to know his feedback because it's like the uh, the person who yeah who allowed us to make this project and this shouldn't be this project shouldn't exist without him so yeah you can't imagine how crazy it is to 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 know and like uh, a bit sweat we are a bit sweating uh <laughs> when we receive some feedback from him because we <laughs> thanks yeah yeah um no pressure <laughs> no pressure no pressure at all <laughs> is is he hard to please would you say uh i I don't know actually if he's hard to please, but I think he knows he thinks the, very much. There is, yeah, nothing's a secret for him. <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything. Yeah, um, I think so, yet he's not like, um, he's very, he seems super uh, easy to approach. This is uh, something that, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, uh, after everything we've been through with this game, and he's he was super accessible. That's something you don't even imagine nowadays. And yeah, he is like cool, humble, and yeah, accessible. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so, at this point, yeah, you're you're uh, aiming to release the game in 2017. Do you have any particular time period in mind, or uh, is that still actually, a secret? No, that's not a secret. Uh, we're trying. We're currently trying to target like a release uh, in January. Oh. Um, we yeah, that's our current target, but uh, no precise date for the moment. At the moment. Oh, so you're uh, close to finishing it. It seems. Uh, you're yes, never really done with the game, right? Yeah, I never finish. <laughs> uh, at some point, you have to ship. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, Fabian. So it's it's been really nice to to talk to you about Mon about Monster Boy. But we do have a surprise for you, as we said. Oh. Um, each time someone comes on on the Sega Lounge, we we have something we like to call the Sega Lounge Challenge. Oh. Uh, yeah. However, <laughs> it wouldn't be the same if we didn't play the intro to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Just you know to get you in the mood. For what what comes next, um, it's 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 going to be really really nice. I, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. So, Fabian, I'm going to play you the Sega Lounge oh. Challenge intro for your enjoyment. Let's you do it. Now you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Wow. Welcome I don't know what to, to the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> My heart is beating so fast now. <laughs> <laughs> This is worse than sending new builds to Nishizawa-san. Uh, oh my god. Not really. <laughs> okay, hit me. So we, we have a game for you, um, Fabian. We, we always do something with our guests. And um, this time we're trying something new. We're trying something we call the Wonder Boy series Music Roulette. Oh. So I have 10 tracks um, that uh, are part of the Wonder Boy series. So from different okay. games, different consoles. Uh, what I'm going to ask you... So they're all numbered 1 to 10. What I'm going to ask you to do is to uh, pick a number from 1 to 10. And um, I'll play you that track. And you'll have to guess the game just from hearing the track. Okay, okay let's so try. Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. It's, it's really easy, I think. <laughs> let's see, let's see. So from 1 to 10, pick one number. Number five. Number five. Awesome pick. Let's let's see what's behind door number five. Does it sound familiar? Yes. So, if you want to guess, let me know. Yes, it should be uh, Wonder Boy. Um, Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Should, is it? Or is it the first one? No, it's... Ah, damn it. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's the very first Wonder Boy or let's, Monsterland. Let's play it a little bit more. Mm. So? Your final answer? Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's Wonder Boy in Monsterland. So your your guess is Wonder Boy in Monsterland? Yes, there's one yeah. That should be the one, right? <laughs> is it is it though? Actually is... it it is not. Oh damn it. It was, it was the first one? It was Wonder Boy in Monster World, the Master System uh, version. Oh my god, I didn't <laughs> recognize I 
to the first the the yeah I thought it was master system so I didn't didn't but that version. this was this was home stage home stage yeah ah. just give me a few seconds I, I need to put my cat out of this room sorry it was tricky, <laughs> it was tricky anyways <laughs> I thought it was Monster Land when I first heard it but then I remembered it sounded more like Monster World so yeah <laughs> okay can you hear me again. Yeah, I can still hear you fine. Okay. Apologies, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that was that wasn't uh, correct, but we have more. Want to pick another one? Okay. So okay, let's try with the number. Sorry, number three. Number three. Number three. Let's go with number three. Oh, he says it's easy. Yes, it's Monster Lair. Is it? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure of that one. It's it's a really short track as well, so we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to see if you're right or wrong soon. So that is <laughs> correct. That is correct. Well yeah, done. Yeah, that one. Well done. It was less tricky than the previous one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so want to pick another one? We had five, three. Uh, let's start with the eight. Eight. Oh, eight is a, a great one. Let's see. Let's see number eight. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this time is Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Is it though? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> So you say Wonder Boy in Monster Land, is it? Yes. He's pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure of that one. And he's correct. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yes. This, is, this is the main theme. So this was an, an easy one. Um, yes, it was an easy one. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Pick another one. Okay. Uh, number one. Number one. Oh, this is a, a really fun track. Let's see if you get it. <laughs> Okay, on the brain, Monster World on Mega Drive. Oh, sorry. Wait again. I'm, mis I'm confused now. <laughs> no, no, that's the one. So, should you play it a bit more? No, yeah, please. No, it's uh, sorry, it's one. No, it's Dragon's Trap. Oh, damn it, I'm so confused. It's Dragon's Trap. Let, let's give it, it a, yeah. another listen. It's, it's Dragon's Trap, I'm sure. <laughs> This is probably one of the most, uh, the most played no, tracks from Wonder Boy. This is crazy because I'm confused between both of the games because I listened to the soundtrack so many times now I don't know which one. <laughs> I get it. This is a beach, but the beach from Dragon's Trap or the beach? No, I think it's Mega Drive. Oh, damn it! No, I think it's Mega Drive. So your yeah, final answer is? is? My final answer will be the Mega Drive. So the, the boy the monster, monster world. world. Yeah. Yes. Is it? Let's pause the music for some <laughs> dramatic effects. Oh my god. And you're, so much pressure now. You're correct. 
Yes, oh that's God. it. I, that's right. For real, I listened to this track so many times now, I, I couldn't say which one is the... I just tried to remember that this is a chipset <laughs> from the Mega Drive because it sounds like that. That's why I was confused for the first answer. I was yeah. sure it was Master System and I never <laughs> played the yeah the Wonder Boy Monster World on Master System. You're doing great, though. You have uh, three out of four. Okay. Answers, so not bad. So should I, I pick another one? Sure. Okay, number two. Number two. Uh, I think this is an easy one as well. Let's see. <laughs> Wonder Boy, the first. This is not really that hard, is it? No, it was too easy, but <laughs> good one. That's correct. <laughs> this is well done. the original one, so yeah. Well then, let's pause this and just jump right into another one. Okay, number 10. Is number there a number 10? Let's see. <laughs> okay, that one is Wonder Boy in Monsterland. So you're saying Wonder Boy in Monsterland? Yes. Yes, I'm sure of that. Yeah? <laughs> Which version? Uh, <laughs> should be Master System or, or maybe Arcade. I yeah. don't. This is an arcade track. I don't know. Arcade track. It's an okay. arcade, arcade, arcade track version. from a game called Wonder Boy in Monsterland. In Monster <laughs> Land. Monsterland. Indeed, <laughs> it is. That's correct. Well done. So so five. Uh, is it five? Yeah, five out of six. Not bad at all. Want to pick another okay. one? Okay, so did I pick the seven? I'm not uh, sure nope, that. not seven yet. Nope. So let's go with number seven. Number seven, where is number seven? It's this one? It is this one. Let's do this. This is a tricky one, but I know the answer. <laughs> and the answer is... So this is a Dragon's Trap, Last Dungeon. But also it was in Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Oh. <laughs> so which one is it? Uh, I think it's Dragon's Trap. Yeah? Yes. Do you agree, Owen, with you? Sounds <laughs> like it. Yeah, so, yeah sounds like it. I don't know. <laughs> You're correct! Indeed, this is yeah. the Monster's Lair. Was this in uh, Monster Land as well? Yes, it was the final... What's interesting with... And I remember it very well because I played it when I was a kid. When you start, when you finish the... Um, the Wonder Boy in Monsterland, the last dungeon is like, uh, uh, you know, like in the forest in Zelda where you have several choices to go, but mm -hmm. only one is the correct. If you fail, you go back to the entrance. And when you played the Wonder Boy in Monsterland and finished the game with this crazy last dungeon, and you started to play the Wonder Boy 3, the Dragon's Trap, it started to exactly where you finished the yeah, first yeah, one yeah, yeah. with the same last dungeon. Uh -huh. So, yeah, so it's very, yeah, it's, I remember that very well. Interesting. The man knows his stuff. So uh, <laughs> we have uh, three more tracks left. Okay. We have so numbers four. Four, okay. Six four. and nine, I think. Let's go yes. to four. Yes. 
Yes, I think this is an easy one as well. Let's see. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying Wonder Boy in Monsterland? Yes. And you are probably correct. Yes, you are. <laughs> this is the town theme from Wonder Boy yes. in Monsterland. Well done, well done. So, so yeah, so number four is done. Uh, only six and nine left. Which one will it be? Uh, number nine first. Let's go with number nine first, then. Okay, number one, Monster World 4 with uh, Asha. So you're saying Monster World 4? Yeah, on Genesis Mega Drive. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're sure, right? That's your final yeah, answer. <laughs> final answer. Well, in that case, that is correct. This Yay. is Arabesque ah. Court in Dream. Yes. From Monster World 4. Uh, great track, then. In uh, <laughs> number six is the final one, so let's jump right straight into it. Okay, let's, let's see. one sounds like the first Wonder Boy, like Adventure Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, is that your final answer? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. So, your, your final oh, answer is... Oh, oh, hold a second. Uh, let me think about it again. <laughs> uh, I'm going to play the dragon. dragon. Ah, maybe Monster Lair again. Ah, I'm not sure. You make me doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Trust your heart. Uh, yeah, let's say okay, adventure island. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. Yeah, I'm okay with this. <laughs> and that is not correct. No, oh, it was Monster Lair, right? Actually. Oh, okay. It was Stage one and eleven from Wonder Boy Three Monster. That's Lair. right. That's okay. right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, nevertheless, uh, amazing, amazing. So, um, eight out of ten. That's that's actually yeah, very well done. Very well done. Oh, uh, I, I when I when I came up with this game, I thought mm, maybe I should do something a bit easier. But again, our our guests are amazing. You know, you all prove me, <laughs> me wrong. And, yeah. No, actually, I'm I'm just dying inside because I couldn't answer ten answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not you you're not qualified to make this game anymore. No, I, I I'm really for real. I, I, <laughs> you should see my face. I'm so blushing. <laughs> uh, eight I'm out of okay ten is this. amazing. Eight out of ten is. I wouldn't be able to. I I, I probably would you know, just score two out of ten or something. So that's, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, it was not that hard. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe for you, maybe for you, but it's because you're you're a Wonder Boy genius. Um, <laughs> no, not yet. Just, not yet. Yeah, I know, the, I know the games, but uh, because I listen to them so many, I can't imagine. And after that, <laughs> when I listen to one, I don't really know where it comes from. Yeah, it's sort of like bleeding to one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot with several games. For playing the music so much on Radio Sega, 
so I, I understand. Fabian, well done. You get the Sega Lounge seal of approval, uh, oh, which great. one day we'll, we'll actually get it made and we'll send it to you. <laughs> but you can now brag to your friends tell them yeah I got the Sega Lounge seal of approval <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah uh, Fabian anything you'd like to add uh, in, in regards to Monster Boy uh, for people listening to, to us and uh, wanting to, to play the game So right now we are working very hard on um, on some sev several events that are coming uh, in October uh, and also in the next month. So we start with the Paris Games Week uh, in France. If you have the chance to stop by the Paris Games Week, you can play Monster Boy there. And also uh, the game will be should be present at the PAX South and west but i'm not sure about the west maybe it's east i'm confused again <laughs> but you can get all this kind of information by following us uh especially on the facebook uh slash monster boy game and everything if you want to play the game during the next uh, big conventions and uh, exhibitions yeah you can do that i invite you to go there awesome awesome so Uh, something to look forward to if you're able to attend those conventions and sure. uh, we by the way tell your super amazing uh, team of musicians that uh, the music's awesome um, and <laughs> please consider releasing the the whole soundtrack um, for everyone to, to be able to buy it because it's I, I have a feeling that the final product will be really nice with all these yeah, stars working on it. Yeah, you know, we are old school gamers and we like like our release products. So, of course, we are thinking about that and we, that the game has been maybe released someday is as a physical release too because we really love to, you know, collect boxes and stuff. That's yeah, amazing. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's really something we, we care about a lot, especially yeah. with a franchise like that. Mm -hmm. By the way, one thing, one very important thing I forgot to ask. So you're now uh, working on um, releasing the game for which platforms? The game is going to be released first on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, you can get it from the stores. You'll, and uh, you can also expect the game to be released on Steam for PC later. Uh, we don't have the exact, but exact date. And also we hope that we get the chance to have someday the Nintendo NX uh, version yeah. released someday. Yeah, that would be great, mm -hmm. actually. Indeed. We'd so, love to. So people But, uh, that we, we, only own one of these platforms can, can still play the game. Yeah, and of course, the more the more the better, because the more platforms we can port the game, the more people can have the chance to play it. So we, we are not limited. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully that works as well. So Fabian, again, thank you so much for for coming on the Sega Lounge. It's been really fun. Um, one final question, because we, yeah. we, we have to get to the bottom of this. Uh, <laughs> a few weeks back, we had the guys from Lizard Cube on, yeah. on the show. They're also working on uh, a Dragon Strap. This time it's a remake, but uh, a Dragon Strap inspired game. And, yes. Um, You were supposed to um, know these guys, but of course. we're not sure. Very Do well. you really know these guys? Are you guys really yes. friends? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. David, my uh, 
his um, he was during the all his school like engineering school he spent time with Omar uh, in the same school they they learned together how to code and to develop and yeah and now we kept contact with them and we yeah we frequently meet them especially since the Omar came back to France in Paris mm-hmm. so of course we know about each other's project for a while awesome so yeah we we said we'd confirm with you guys so it apparently is true so all is well in the world our listeners will be happy to know <laughs> yep. Um, so, uh, your yeah. your thoughts on on their game, by the way, are you oh, excited it's crazy. as well? Super cool! It's like uh, amazing. If you like dragons, play it again. I think it's gonna be the best version. Ever. So, yeah. yeah, no doubt, it's gonna be crazy. And uh, we all like we all share the same passion and love for this franchise. So you can count on having a very super great game from their side too. Awesome! It's a Bro- great time movie. to be a Wonder Boy fan. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. So, Fabian, thank you so much. Uh, Everyone, feel free to uh, check out uh, the game at the. uh, There's a blog, right? There's a developer blog as well. You can go on monsterboy.com and there is a dev blog with uh, many posts. And you can also see the live stations recorded pictures from uh, the guys in Japan right now. This is super cool. We are so happy to see this. (laughs) <laughs> awesome, amazing. And uh, facebook.com slash uh, Monster, Monster Boy? Boy Game. Monster Boy, Monster Boy Game. Game. And of course, you can follow us. Um, I, I suggest you follow FDG Games, Twitter, and uh, of course, Game Atelier too. But so many ways to found, find us on the net right now. Yeah, so uh, keep us posted. Keep everyone posted on the game, Fabian. Because people, yes, sure. I'm sure people are excited about this, and I hope we, oh, we yeah. can have you on on the show again when the game's released to, you know, to share everyone's reactions and play some more awesome music. Of course, this will be my pleasure. And next time, I won't the quiz with the music. Yes, <laughs> next time you'll you'll get everything right. Yes, because right now I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna get back and cry all the night, all night long. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going to practice by listening to the entire soundtracks of all. No, games. it's going to it's going to make me more confused actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, Fabian, thank you so much. We'll we'll just um, take a quick b- break on the Sega Lounge. We'll play a couple more tracks from Monster Boy that Fabian uh, so kindly uh, gave to us to play on the show. We'll start by playing Lost Temples. And then we'll play the castle theme. And it's it's really awesome stuff that we'll be playing right now. So I hope everyone enjoys it. We'll be right back with the After Hours segment with a really cool announcement on who next week's guest is as well. So yeah, stay tuned. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega.
every week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. This is Radio Sega, you're listening to the Sega Lounge. What a great time we had with Fabian from Game Atelier. Thank you again uh, for coming on the show. And don't forget, guys, to check out Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. It's coming out um, in early 2017. That being said, we just played the castle theme from Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. It seems to have a great soundtrack for what we just played on tonight's show. Uh, you know, remember, just like Fabian said, um, you know, a super team of music composers, and I'm really looking forward to the final product. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening to the Sega Lounge. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's show. And don't forget to check out our other Radio Sega Live shows. We have our full list of shows on radiosa.ga slash shows. A couple of highlights. Don't forget, tomorrow we have Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy. 
and on Saturday we will have the return of the Weekend Bonanza. It's a bi-weekly show, so don't forget this week, this Saturday, it's time again for another episode of the Weekend Bonanza. Uh, but we have several other shows, so just go to radios.ea shows to find out which. Uh, I myself will be back on Monday with the Manic Monday show, for example. But before I go, and before we play the final track, uh, let me just uh, talk about uh, next week's show. So this is very, very, very exciting news, for me at least. And if you're a fan of Sid Chip music, if you're a fan of the C64, Commodore 64 music, uh, and Sega tunes especially, um, you'll probably want to tune in to next week's episode of the Sega Launch because we have none other than the legend himself, Jiro Intel, uh, yes, composer of amazing uh, tracks for Sega C64 games. He'll be on the Sega Lounge next week. Uh, we'll have a brand new co-host as well joining me for this interview, and we'll uh, ask him amazing questions uh, regarding his music, his work on video games, what he's been doing more recently as well, and we'll answer, I'm sure the most important question of all. How do you really pronounce his name? <laughs> Is it Jeroen? Is it Jeroen? Jeroen? Time will tell. Next week on the Sega Lounge, will we find out how to pronounce his name? I hope we will, because otherwise I'll make a fool of myself the entire interview. Which I'll probably will anyway, but yeah. Anyway, Thank you again for joining us. Uh, thank you uh, so much to Awinuazu for joining me for the interview with Fabian. Always a pleasure. Don't forget next week we'll also have another edition of his own Memories of Sega. So another reason to tune in. Um, but I'll, I'll. it's time to go. It's time to leave you with one final track. We'll leave you with the main theme of Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. I hope you enjoyed the show, I hope you enjoyed the music we played. Uh, these were all Radio Sega exclusives, and thank you again so much to Fabian and all the guys at Game Atelier for providing us with this uh, little, these little uh, previews of the soundtrack of the game. I've been KC, this has been the Sega Launch, thank you so much for listening. I hope you keep listening to Radio Sega because we play the best Sega music 24-7. We have awesome shows, so I'll be back next week, bye-bye. Radio Sega exclusive.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.